but you can't hide. <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> That's right. Off we go into the night, whether we're ready or not. I'm hitting. Ooh, yeah. want me I need you to need me I love you to love me I'm begging you to beg me shine up all my shoes put on a brand new shirt get home early from work if you say that you love me I like that left hand, what that left hand's doing, Mr. Kabasa. Three. Oh. Here on the top, I got my old standby 70s organ. can't uh i can't resist going i should carry somebody if i if johnny kielbasa walks into a room i want somebody behind me going that's what you should aspire to in life i think that might be the case and shit. people on the uh, espn radio down here how's this for an insult you ready they call it the coach's daughter's show. She doesn't even have a name. She's a non-entity. She's My just daughter. a coach's. He's a coach's daughter. Daughter. And they gave her a daughter. And they gave her a, t- a radio program. The coach's daughter. They were talking about ellipticals today. I'm like, okay, I'm glad I spent three seconds of my life here and pressed another button. Hey, I want to ask. I want to see if there's a prop bet here. Prop bet. Wait, wait. T. I want to go here. The, the over-under on how many times Johnny Kobasa is going to go. My right hand is as funky as any right hand on the face of the fucking earth. And it gets okay, a lot the- of workout. That's right. A lot of workout. I keep it strong. Gripping my fucking cat. Kick. <laughs> okay, here we go. Super Bowl 54. They call this 54. Is this 54? Uh, yeah, but it looks like... They they stuck that trophy in the middle of it, and it looked I don't know, man. I couldn't tell if it was fifty five or fifty four. That was the it was really bad Super Bowl logo this year. Negative points for the NFL on that one. That's right, everybody. Yeah. We're doing it up Super Bowl style here in the Sausage Hunt <laughs> Super Bowl ferocity. Yeah. 
Yeah. We got a little different approach to it tonight, you know. It's the Super Bowl. We can do whatever we want to. Give me good. Because we're watching it at home. <laughs> Give me good. But you know what we got? Yeah. We got Michi. Yeah. Get up. We got, we got prop bets. Get down. We got Johnny K. Shake it up. Break it down. One more time into the breach. One more time into the breach. Super Bowl ferocity on the sausage hut. And, and I'm not going to access the post-production of the theme song right here. And if you're watching the Super Bowl, you're watching the Super Bowl and you're listening to the Sausage Hut Fantasy Football Super Bowl Ferocity. And if you're in the Sausage Hut and you're talking about football, there's only one guy. The Super Bowl, the Vince Lombardi Trophy is going to be named the Michi Trophy after a while because Michi won you a lot of money this year. And let's go one more time and get rich. Off in the Super Bowls, Michi. Mr. Kubasa, happy Super Bowl week. America, Oslo, Red Hook, happy Super Bowl week. Hope everyone is healthy. I hope everyone is having fun. And strap it on, kids, because we can be quick, we can be slow, but we're going to have a good time, good time. Mr. Kubasa doing our Super Bowl 10. Doing our Super Bowl 10. Mr. Kubasa, let me ask you a question. Sure. Sure. I have I have to know right away. Is there a football minute in my future? Yes or no? Uh disafortunatamente para nosotros, amigos. There you go. America, I'll translate for you. He said, uh, Michi, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Mr. Cabasa, let me ask you another question. Sure. Is there a champ butcher in our future tonight? Guess not. Expecting in a foreign language and giving some translation here. We're just going to have to translate the way this game is going to go and the things that are going to happen. Here we are at the bitter end. There was two left, and then there were two. And here they are. We got the top of the lineup coming up in the bottom of the ninth, guys. Heavy hitters. Mishy's going to get on base. Johnny's going to knock him in. Yeah. You're going to see the finest run from second base to home base that you've ever seen. Coming hard around third, not even looking for the sign to go home after that. Ripped into the power alley. Oh. Not even looking. Head is down. Looking at at where I'm going. Digging. He, He lost. The batting helmet came off about halfway between second and third. Just like it's supposed to. He's grimacing like Pete Rose at a proctology appointment. Hey, oh, yeah, not quite like that, but I'll be cutting it. I'll be cutting left uh, third base, like and and moving that way, like Ricky Henderson. A big, I'm just lying. I am just 
No big turn whatsoever, baby. I am cutting that turn. I am setting my step. I know how many steps it is from second to third. I know how many feet there are in a basketball court. I can tell you that there are 100 yards on the football field from end zone to end zone. But I am taking that turn, and all I'm looking at is home plate and the catcher. If the catcher wants to fake me out, I may break his leg. If the catcher is a responsible individual and there's no play, he's going to let me score or I'll, I'll slide because it's what you're supposed to do. But uh, we're going to win this ballgame. We're going to win. Um, we have uh, we have picks. We have prop bets. We have prognostications. We have looks backwards and looks forwards. And there is only one look that really matters this weekend, and that is how many people are going to be at that Tampa Bay Stadium in this particular ballgame. Did I hear 25,000 people are going to be invited to watch this game, Mr. Cabasa? Is that what I heard? Did I hear 26,000, Mishy? Is that what it was? 26,000 people in a Does place that holds about 27,000? I see your 27,000, and I'll say I can sell this place out if you let us. Sold! Tell you what, welcome to Florida, kids, where you can still do what you need to do, but you can't go watch the Super Bowl in Moss. Mishy, let me ask Amazing. you a question. Sure. Is there any? Is there? Is there a gong in my future? Hopefully. Uh, I'm gonna try and uh, match with the beat here. Yeah, there he is. The gong. The, the oh, Mich- Michigongs. Michigan. You know, America, people have asked me, Michi, how'd you get the name Michigan? Michigan. And, uh, yes, Mr. Kibos. Oh, I was saying just Michigan. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's short for an old, I don't know if it's a German word. I don't know if it's a uh, Yiddish word, Mr. Kibasa, but it's short for Michigas. Mishi with the goss on the end. And about 700 years ago, that used to mean a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of nonsense. Mishigash. Mishigash. So all oh, we're playing fantasy football, America, and, uh, and I'm the America's commissioner, and that's understood. But the boys got tired of calling me Mr. Commissioner, and quite frankly, I can't blame them. And it just became Mishi. Now, at this time, I had already picked Mishigash as my teammate for the upcoming year because I like to have some fun and a little bit of silliness equals a lot of fun sometimes. And it got shortened here right then and there by one Johnny Kilbasa. What is this Mishigash? You are Mishy from here on out. And short while later. I found myself here in, in, in the in the value center of all things fantasy football, the fantasy football ferocity, the resource for the rest of America's talking heads, the place where you turn to to get your 
fun, your football, and you got to get up, get up, get down when you're in the sausage hut. <laughs> and uh, from at that moment, at that moment, it just was Michi. And uh, in some in some places, you might say a star is born. And I am I am I am Michi. And you can find Michi on the beach. The Where can beach. they find you, Mister Kabasa? They can find me prostrate on the bathroom floor in Brown's rehab. For the next couple months. Are you, are you still in Brown's rehab, Mr. Kobasa? Seriously. Yeah, we've managed to not have to think. We've managed to distract ourselves as much as we could. But whenever you see those Chiefs on the field, man, it's hard to think. Oh, we had them on the ropes. Chad fucking Henny. Chad fucking Henny, guys. You know, Mr. Henny, if you're listening, Mrs. Henny, if you're listening, Chad's parents, grandparents, if you're listening, you do not have a fan in Johnny Kilbasa, and you should feel for yourselves. You should make your corrections. You should send an autographed signed player card, P.O. Box, Johnny Kilbasa at johnnykilbasa.com. I don't know where they would send it to. But you need yourself a Chad Henny player card. Because you can look at that while you're doing your burpees and you're doing your leg lifts and you're doing your exercises and the weightlifting and the dumbbells and the, and the other things that you do and get motivated. Because I know that would make you mad, son. Make you mad. Get an extra three curls in. Get an extra 50 push-ups in. Whatever it is the exercises you're doing on that particular day. Or would you just throw it in the trash, Mr. Kabasa? That's what I want to know. Woo! <laughs> I think I put you in another nightmare, Mr. Kabasa. I apologize. So, for those who don't know, Mr. Kabasa, who's playing in the Super Bowl number 54 this Sunday in Tampa Bay? The home team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the first time. I, have, I bet you haven't heard that. Have you? Oh, really? Oh, I didn't hear that. No, they weren't in the Super Bowl. This is their second time in the Super Bowl. No, but that's the first time the home team is hosting the Super Bowl. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. And you know what? And you know what's funny about that, Mr. Kibasa? What's that? If you're down in the, uh, I think they still call it Raymond James um, Stadium down there in Tampa, on the north end of the bay. The big sombrero. They have, they have a big sombrero and they have them like pirate cannons that... And any other home game, they would explode the cannon, ignite the cannon. Excuse me for you technocrats out there. They would they would ignite the cannon and it would make a big boom every time Tamper scored a touchdown. And although it's their home stadium, it is still the Super Bowl. And Roger Goodell and his infinite lack of fun said to the people of Tamper who do that particular job, no blowing up the cannons if and when Tampa Bay scores a touchdown. We don't care if it's a Tampa home game. This is still the Super Bowl. And no cannon explosions if and when Tampa Bay scores a touchdown. Huh. Now, now if I'm a true-blooded Floridian, and I worked at the Tampa Raymond James Stadium, and I'm happy, I am sneaking up there in some invisible screen of mine and every time Tampa 
has a touchdown, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow that cannon off anyway. Screw it. Screw you, Roger Goodell. Sorry, Roger. You should be used to us saying this. Sorry. And and let's. I'm not sorry. Screw that. I I don't do sorry. Sorry. Um, nah, man. We don't do sorry. We don't. The only time we'll apologize is if my big car hits your little car, and I'll apologize. Sorry. And sorry, not sorry. And I think that if there's a prop bet that like ninety nine to one. Will someone sneak up to the cannons and and blow one off when Tampa Bay scores a touchdown? That would be one of my prop bets. Yeah, we can do that in Florida. We're pretty revolting. That's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. It's the year of the COVID. It is the COVID Super Bowl. Tampa versus Kansas City. The GOAT versus the potentially new GOAT. Shout out O'Brady versus my homies, Patrick Mahomes. Mr. Kabasa, that's the most intriguing storyline of the game. The greatness at the quarterback position. And I'm here to tell you, Mr. Mahomes' foot is in pretty good shape. Toe. So, yeah, toe. What's connected to the toe? Your foot. So your his toe is in pretty connected good connected to your little toe. Yeah, somehow across the line, I imagine. But uh, Mahomes is as healthy he's going to get. Um, can I throw the quickest prop bet that I that I can remember off the top of my head to you right here, right now? Super Bowl prop bet number one, yeah. Mr. Kavasa. Over under on COVID guys who will not suit up. One. Oh, give it to me. Give it to me. You gonna take the over or the under? Over. Are you gonna say more than one guy is gonna miss the game due to the COVID? Okay, that's now I got my crayon out. That's a very good thing. Hey, Jim Rome, get your fucking crayons out now. I got another bet. I got another little uh, thing for you, Mister. I like Romy. He used your line, man. Get your crayons out. He used my line. He may get the crayons out. So I tuned. I turned it on. I tried to find him. I couldn't find him anywhere. I don't know what if, if he's on TV or not. But he is. But that's what I'm talking about, Mister Cabasa. But. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Kabasa. Sure. Super, Bowl, Super Bowl 54. There's a guy doing the uh, national anthem called The Weekend. <laughs> the okay. Weekend. Yeah, The Weekend. And I'm not sure if they were like. like the, as opposed a, to The Strong End, this is The Weekend? Yeah, I the think you buy a vowel. Here. That's a good one. I like that. The Weekend. And there are prop bets for the Super Bowl. How long will the the, the national anthem be? So let's start right there. Will the national anthem, Mr. Kabasa, be over or under two minutes? Who's singing it? The weekend. Oh, he, I don't no, know he's doing the. It. He's doing. The, he's doing the halftime show. Oh, okay. I'll give a dollar. Anybody tell me who's singing the national anthem? I, I could sure press the so. button and find out. Yeah, go ahead. National A N T H N singer. Thank you very much. There's a person named Jasmine Sullivan. Don't know her. And there's a person named Eric Church. Are you familiar with any of those people? No, but um, I'm going to go with just over. I'm going to go over two minutes. All right. All right. Um, Will a singer forget... 
or not use like the whole words will they forget a word in the national anthem yes 12 no. to 1 no 1 to 50 they'll get all the words right what's so you're one, gonna say no so 1 to 50 means like you don't put even a dollar think about down, it? You, get it you put a dollar down you get a nickel it's one of them long-term things <laughs> that's weird Here's another uh, national anthem one for you, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. Will any player kneel on the sideline during the national anthem? Yes, 12 to 1. No, 1 to 50. Wow. They're begging you. They're begging you. They're begging you on this one. But your personal opinion, will any player kneel during the national anthem, Mr. Kilbasa? No. All right. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say no as well. I'm going to say no as well. I'm going to ask you one more pregame Super Bowl prop bet question right here, right now, Mr. Cabasa. May I? Sure. Will any scoring drive take less time than the national anthem's length? That's a good one. Yes, two to seven. No, nine to four. Oh, that's weird. So you put a dollar down, you get a buck twenty-five. If you say no, huh. you put a dollar down, you get thirty-five cents. Say yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, with the Kansas City Chiefs on the field and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the field, I would say yes as well. There's so somebody's it's not a very going up good top. Play. They're going up top often. I think. Uh, I think that. Uh, I think that this will be a high-scoring ball game, personally. I think that uh, Tom Brady um, and Patrick Mahomes will put on a show to make people say, wow, this is a damn good Super Bowl. That's what I think I'm going to do. But I'm, I'm, we'll get into the numbers as we move along. Let's see if there's anything fun pregame here. One more thing here. Did you know that the uh, first time Patrick Mahomes, no, the first time, that Tom Brady played in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten. Okay. And the question is, will that be mentioned before the start of the game? That's your prop bet. Yes. Kindergarten Mahomes, first Super Bowl for Brady. No, it won't be mentioned in the pregame. Totally mentioned, yeah. All right. Um, will Roger Goodell be at this game, Mr. Kilbasa? Yes. All right. How many times will Giselle be shown over under one and a half? Oh, over. Oh, way over. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting. I'm, I'm putting my 401k on that one. <laughs> or was that a joke? No, it's not. A of joke, course, but... she's, the over is 20. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to put. I'd like to separate that. Put a little prop variation on that. I say Giselle before that broadcast is over will be shown twenty times. Yeah, I hopefully, we love her. Huh? we love Tom Brady. Do you? Uh, what is your personal feeling on Tom Brady, Mister Kobasa? Quarterback, lo- dude, icon. What's your personal feeling on him? Everybody got so is so sick. Uh, you know, they were so sick of watching the Patriots go to the Super Bowl. I didn't really. I, I thought I, I've always respected him, and I, I didn't mind. Uh, I didn't. Ha- I didn't hate the Patriots as much as everybody else did. Um, gotta respect the game, but I, I mean, I guess yeah, I like Tom Brady. 
right. I um as a and he's he's he is hands down. Uh, I think absolutely, inarguably, the greatest football player of all time. I can't, I don't think there's it, you can't ta- you can't tell me anything else. And if you do, then you're really just being a nudge. Yeah. And you've experienced what Michi has experienced, and that is jealousy and envy. And over the course of his career, I experienced more jealousy and more envy watching the Patriots beat my Jets and every basically everyone else except the New York football Giants. And there was a point a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago, and I said to myself, Michi, and Michi said, yes, Michi. Sure. You gotta get over you gotta get over yourself. You gotta recognize the greatness. And I used to be not used to be, I'm the kind of person who who recognizes the greatness. I think I think that's one of my stronger points. And I denied myself that because of my jealousy and envy. And Tom Brady, for all that, has helped Michi grow a little bit. I was challenged, I was losing. And I decided to elevate myself, and I'm on the winning game, winning side right now. I'm a big fan of Tom Brady. You know, I could make my jokes about him, but he comes across as a pretty sincere guy who's got the world on a string, and he knows it. And I'm happy for him. And I'm happy for him. I really am. It's good. It's a good thing. Very good thing. Mr. Kibasa, yes. when this game when this game kicks off, we're going to be inundated with inundated. commercials. Inundated. I and you dated. <laughs> We're going to be inundated with commercials. And my personal prop bet to America is plus or minus 95 commercials from the time the kickoff goes to the final to the final sound of the zero 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 in the fourth quarter, ninety commercials, Mister Cabasa. Uh, it'll be double that. Double that. Am I the only one listening to this that is sick and tired of the commercials? I'm I'm sick and tired of commercials everywhere. And you try to like try to go to YouTube. <laughs> have you have you have you watched anything on YouTube lately? If you have you, without a uh, pass. Uh, um, an ad blocker? Holy shit. It's like every... You can't listen to a song list anymore. And, oh, well, what if you get YouTube music or if you pay for it? Fuck you. Every, it's like I, it used to be every couple songs. Now it's every fucking song. There's a goddamn commercial. Now, and if I'm they not put mistaken. the shit right in the middle of fucking exercise videos. I mean, the, nothing makes me think that they're greedy fuckers more than putting... A ten-minute exercise video has two goddamn commercials in it. Are you fucking kidding me? When you listen to the Sausage Hut America, you know we're looking for sponsors, and that's one thing. But we do not subject you to the nonsense of uh, miscellaneous ads. Oh, I would love to have a bunch of ads. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Silly promotions. I think that uh, podcast ads think, are easy to skip. I think that uh, I think I saw on YouTube that. If you're playing like YouTube and you're doing something and the first commercial starts, they'll play you five in a row unless you physically press a button to move on. Uh. I am. Um, I'm of the opinion right now because I'm a streamer and I certainly don't have the cable vision anymore. Never did, but I stream now. And I think every time I change the station, it starts with a commercial. And I think they're doing it on purpose. 
You could do it on purpose. You want to watch his programming? You're going to watch his 30-second commercial. And I can tell you what I do, Mr. Kabasa. America, you go to Magic. Mishy's pressing the button. And if you press the button and you got the same scenario, say you want to tune into The Price is Right, they'll show you a commercial before the program. And I'm thinking to myself, no, this program's got to be on. So I'm turning the dial and I'll go to little NCIS reruns. It's hypothetical, of course, America. And there's a commercial right away as soon as I press the buttons. And very often, Mr. Kabasa, I'll sit there and I'll say, I'm turning the damn TV off. You know, now that I have a TV, the best button on the TV is the off button. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was the closed captioning button. <laughs> it's no, true. No, it's not. The, I the best button is the rewind button, the 10 second rewind. That's the mm. best button on the remote. It's true. But when you tune into the program and there's nothing but commercials, that's the craziest thing. So you're saying over 95 commercials. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Kabasa. What beer commercial are we going to see first? Bud, Bud Light, or Bud Light Seltzer? I was thinking Miller Light. Does Miller Light even do commercials anymore? Saying, I, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Are we going to see the Bud, Bud Light commercial first, or the Bud Light Seltzer commercial first? Seltzer. Yeah, they're really pushing. They're really, uh, they're really pushing that. Because everybody's got it. It's like everybody makes carbonated Kool-Aid, and they're not bad. I don't mind them. It's that artificial taste gets to you after a while, though. But you can pound oh. them. And I don't give a fuck if people think it's not manly to drink one of those. I'll drink one. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but would you drink it as your first beer of the day or your last beer when there's nothing else left? No, I'd, I'd do, if I'm going to do – if I'm going to drink um, something different than beer, I usually end with beer, so – if I'm going to drink something different, I'll do it in the first couple innings. I can understand, but that. I haven't—I still haven't drank since I haven't had a drink in 2021 yet. So, well, you had that uh, dry January. Is yep. that not true? Yep. Who will have the first commercial? Squarespace or Facebook? Oh. Who will show their commercial first? Squarespace or Facebook? These are legitimate bets, by the way, America. Oslo, Red Hook. Dude, weren't you? It, I mean. Couldn't you, if you were just shady and you worked for the TV company, or maybe do they keep it under wraps until the last second? Yeah, uh, there is. Uh, you no know, one knows, but there is a uh, an, an official total commercials for the Super Bowl. Are you ready? The OVA is ninety six to one hundred and twenty commercials. They, and uh, that's like roulette. <laughs> Yes, it is. And the under would be, you know, same thing. And the caveat is CBS broadcast only from kickoff to game's end for all props. I think I said it a little differently, but that's the same thing. So we're saying, they're saying plus or minus 96. So you're going with the over. Is that correct? Yes. I think I want to put a dollar down and I'm going with the over too. I think I'm going to go with the over two. The, uh, you know, I don't care about Pop-Tarts or Doritos. I don't care about peanuts or avocados. I don't care about cars from Korea, Hyundai, or Kia. What about Master Locks? They still do them? They, they did one yeah. commercial every year at the Super Bowl. Oh, we'll have to look for that. Uh, I, for and that. how, you know, are, were people buying that many locks back then and they're not buying locks anymore? How the hell do it's you put a... Fun. 
advertising locks on the Super Bowl. Like, I bought who, one. Really? Like, yeah. I, I would buy a master the lock. Okay. I would have bought the uh, the cheapest one I could find. Ah, oh, come on, Mister Kabasi. You live a la- life of luxury. You know you're going high end. You're just being modest now. I can't. I, I don't even know what I need to lock. I mean, I got all the lock. I, all my locks are uh, the number key- keypad locks. Yeah, I want. Uh, I want my wearables of you know the second half of this decade, not just to give me my bank account, not just to pop up a screen that I could project on a wall or project on a hologram in front of me. But I want my doors locked and unlocked by the same wearable by the end of the decade. That would be a smart device, Mr. Kielbasa. Pay my bills, give me instant access, start my car, give me my blood pressure, unlock, open, and lock my doors. Put my programming, my internet, even my my workload. Run some Photoshop on there, and I just kind of look at it, slide, look at it, slide, like like Spock or something in the 24th century. That's what I want to know. And you know what else I want to know, Mr. Kibasa? What's that? What's with this silly graphic of this Super Bowl? They got the X, they got the big phallic trophy, and then the V. I'm thinking I'm looking at Super Bowl 55. Me too. And, uh, who signed off on that? Roger Goodell. I don't know. And you know what? I was watching the NFL Network right before we started talking, and I swear I saw a different logo that had the one that that had the eye added to it. Yeah, that's because they were people, you know, people like me who should be in a nursing home, all confused. Is it fifty four or fifty five? I don't know. You know what? It doesn't fucking matter which one it is. You know, Mr. Cabasa, America, Red Hook, Oslo. There were a group of four guys who had been to every Super Bowl that ever was. Four guys. There used to be five. And this year, only one of them are going. Because of the vid. Before, because of the COVID. Only one of the guys who have been to every Super Bowl is going to this particular game. And I hope he gets shown on TV plus two times. Here's my prop bet. How many times will that guy be mentioned and or shown? Because there will only be 26,000 people there or so. They should be able to locate everybody pretty easily. Have any, has anyone been to an event lately? What do you think the time is, Mr. Kielbasa? From leaving your car to walking up to security, going through security, and getting to your seat. What do you think that time would be, Mr. Kielbasa? Where am, Say, I start, instance, where am I starting? The parking lot or the gate? You're locking, you're locking your car door. To my seat? 15, to your seat. Uh, am I trying to think about how long I'm going to have to wait in line? Yes. Oh. The security line. you got to okay. add the security line. What do you think it's going to take? Mm, depending on what, uh, if you get there like when everybody else gets there. Yeah. You're walking in an hour before kickoff. You'd be in your seat in what, 25 minutes, you think? 30 minutes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. I got a plus minus for the broadcast uh, production value here, Mr. Kilbasa. Okay. Okay. When they show the seats and the stands and the fans in the stands, how many of them are going to be wearing their – how many are going to be wearing their masks incorrectly? Uh, Half? More than half or less than half? Less than half. People know masks now. They they know all about it. I uh I watched a uh 
I don't think you know. I think they're going to be keen. Keen. There's a word for you. Keen. I think they. I think they're going to be on point to show people who are correct with their mask wearing. And if you're out there acting stupid or crazy, and you got your nose showing, and you don't know how to wear a mask, you're not going to get on TV. Hey, that's dad. That's that's uncle. That's Uncle Henry. How can you tell us? You can tell the nose through the mask. That's Uncle Henry. Hey, Hank. <sighs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So we got the uh, pregame. Tony Romo is calling the game, and I guess the other guy, Larry Nance, is not Larry Nance. What's his name? Jim Nance. <laughs> Jim Nance. I hear Jim Nance is a little jealous of Tony because Tony's making more money than Jim Nance calling football games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, will they he, be? I mean, he's he's Tony Romo. He he's the best color commentator out there as far as i'm concerned i watched him perform two weeks ago i thought he called it in it's like he was watching that game at home well you don't like and him. he wasn't even at the, i like him i just didn't i didn't like the broadcast of the championship game i didn't think he did a very i didn't think it was very good okay i just i just didn't think it was very good mr kielbasa you're in this ball game plus 3500 Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister um, scores a touchdown. Tyran Mathieu. Oh, is that so? There's a name for him. What is he, the Sugar Badger or something like that? Yeah, yep. Sugarfoot. Something like Sugarfoot that. Jones. I don't know what Sugar, Sugar Willie Sugarfoot Jones. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the spread on this game is three points, Mr. Kilbasa. The Kansas City Chiefs are giving three points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right here, right now. Mr. Kabasa, for our listening audience and the pleasure of everyone in the in the world, what are you doing with the point spread, Mr. Kabasa? How are you betting this game with the point spread? Three point. Who's getting? Is did you say Casey's getting three? They're giving three. Oh, I'm taking Tampa in the points. Taking Tampa in the points. Um, I perhaps should have led with this one. Who's winning this game, Mr. Kabasa? Tampa in the points. Really. Yeah, I'm going Tampa. You got I got to pick somebody and I'm picking Tampa cuz you know what happens when you, and you know what we've got two we've got two forces colliding, Michi. On one hand, we've got only the Chiefs beat the Chiefs, which you say. And I on say the other the hand, I say if you bet against Tom Brady, you fucking lose. So we've got two of these things converging together. And that that That's that gives it to I think uh Rock beats Scissors right there. That's like Klingons versus the Federation in the Star Trek and stuff. That's a that's a heavy duty battle. Yeah. Well, and that is, you know, as you said to open, that is the highlights of the game. I um, I will quote my dad, you know, Papa Mishi, and Papa Mishi said this to me, and in, in back in the day, he said, "Son, boy, said, Dad." Now he called me son. I said, "Son," I said, "Dad," he said, "Youth and enthusiasm." Will not win this game. Age and treachery will get the job done. <laughs> treachery. Age and treachery. And if age and treachery beats youth and enthusiasm, then Tom Brady is going to be Super Bowl champion how many times? Seven? I think so. Yeah, as you said a moment ago, we change all the names of the trophies from here on out. The Tom Brady it's trophy. The Tom- it's Tom Brady Trophy MVP, Tom Tom Brady Trophy Super Bowl champion, Tom 
Brady Trophy, Super Bowl MVP, Tom Brady Trophy, quarterback of the year. Or will they? Do you think they'll rename it Belichick the the trophy because Lombardi was a coach and make like the the MVP the Tom Brady MVP of the Super Bowl? If uh, you know that could be, I will say no to the first one um, because if Tom Brady wins this one without the hoodie, without Bill Belichick. Then, then the naysayers in the world will say, "Well, it's not the Patriot way; it was Tom Brady's way." You see, and it, it will open up uh, Bill Belichick to a little, little bit. It'll be the end of Bill Belichick's, you know, the beginning of the slide, the end of Bill Belichick if Tom Brady wins his Super Bowl. Who's quarterback in next year in New England? Who is quarterbacking next year in New England? To quote the TV shows, that's a good question. But uh, thank you very much. I have no clue how the quarterback go-around is going to go around. We had the first move when Jared Goff was shipped out and Matt Stafford was shipped into Los Angeles. There are so many quarterback stories, so many potential quarterback moves. There could be upwards of 13 teams with new quarterbacks next year. And my first thought on that, Mr. Cabasa, is that's a bunch of shit. Deshaun Watson is going nowhere. David Carr is going nowhere. The guy in Minnesota is going nowhere. Sam Darnold is going nowhere. The team that may upgrade in desperation to their quarterback would be the Carolina Panthers. Matt Ryan is going nowhere. And all this hyperbole and all this hype was laid out to our hungry, hungry hippo football fans because it was midweek and there was a Super Bowl break in this midweek and they had nothing to bleep to talk about. And it's a bunch of hype. It's a bunch of hype. I don't buy it. I don't think there'll be quarterbacks changing teams like people want them to change. This is not uh, rotisserie stratomatic baseball where you just make trades every day <laughs> not fantasy football when you got you know gullible people Deep in your cut, league where you stratomatic yeah man and you uh and you you know sucker in the newbie to make an awful trade in fantasy football these guys uh i don't think we're gonna see it i don't think we're gonna see it nope 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 heads or tails on the coin toss mr kielbasa heads Okay, I got my crayon out. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm giving you Tampa Bay three points. I'm giving you three points with Tampa. Yeah. What's the wager, Mr. Cabasa? You don't do straight cash bets, or you do? I can, but I prefer to have, uh, you know, prizes. We can do, like, something special that is equivalent to cash. You know, much like, you know, secret, again, let's yeah, make a deal. 100 of a, the secret stash of chicken wings that I'm going to airlift right to your place Sunday. Oh, did we talk about the chicken wings yet on this program, Mr. Kibasa? Uh No, but, you know, what's the Super Bowl without chicken wings? Chicken wings. Well, the, the problem is that there are no chicken wings to be had in America, Mr. Kibasa. Did you know that? No, they're all gone. Or are they all in your uh, aunt's freezer? They could be in Hexie's freezer. I know that. But there are no chicken wings available. America, if you got chicken wings at home, they're in your freezer. If you go to the store 
and and you go look for some fresh chicken wings, you're not going to find them. This is the equivalent to me of hoarding toilet paper. Go to grandma's freezer, get yourself out that 10 pound thing of chicken wings and say, grandma, these are mine. And she'll say, bye. I help bring your mother into this world. I could take her family. I could take anyone out. Do not touch. Those are my chicken wings. And it could be a really big problem because the Poultry Federation of America says, well, you ain't going to get no fucking chicken wings for this here Super Bowl. Sorry about that. What do companies that make chicken wings like for their business, what are they going to do? They're going to sell you French fries. Here's some French fries. Here's some coleslaw. Mr. Kibasa, what do you do if you can't get any chicken wings for the Super Bowl? What would you do? What would you do? All right, you start playing them rocking tunes. Just give me chicken wings now. I'm watching Sunday football. I want some chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Na, 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 na. Chick, 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 chicken wings. No chicken for you. Chicken wings. Keep your head on a swivel, Mishy. Head on back to the meat department because there's going to be other meats available. It's not going to just be every meat is gone. There's going to be chicken there, but there might not be chicken wings. But don't fret. You go and you get yourself some drumsticks and you get yourself some chicken thighs. And you go home and you put a rub on those things. Your favorite rub. Rub a dub dub. Got your mom in the tub. Yeah. And then you get a big a container out, maybe a cast iron, whatever, uh, Dutch oven, whatever, you, uh, your deep fryer, whatever. You get your fryer going, get peanut oil, okay? Gas, special yeah. occasion, peanut oil. Don't fuck around with those canola oil or any of that bullshit. Get yourself some fucking peanut oil. Get that thing going and then just go to town and fry those things if you want to if you you don't need to mess around with the breading and trying to do fried chicken fried chicken's hard i mean i for me it is anyway making fried chicken as opposed to getting it somewhere i'm talking about fried chicken without the uh breading with the okay. rub with a rub on it and with the rub a dub dub grandma's rub, tub yeah rub a dub dub and then it comes out more tasting it t- comes out tasting like a chicken wing it just they're just bigger and then you once you once you have drumsticks that are treated as chicken wings you won't go back because they taste the same you just get bigger bites out of it there you go you're welcome america i feel much better because as everyone knows i have company for football my friends come over we sometimes hang curtains sometimes we watch football games but i got one particular friend of mine and i shall name him right now his name is hex H-E-X. And Hexy will only eat chicken wings and watch football. I've had I've had some lovely pulled pork. I've had some brisket. I've had some pretty good, actually really good pizza. 
And the young man will not touch them. I say, Hexy, baby, can I get you a beer? He goes, sure. How about some of this pork? He goes, nah, no thanks. Because this is not the first week that there's been a shortage of chicken wings, Mr. Cabasa. It's not the first week whatsoever. And I'm concerned that my man Hex will just drink and drink and drink and not eat. And I have a great concern that that could be problematic, Mr. Cabasa. Should I be concerned? Mishy, or should I just go down the chicken thigh aisle? Sure. What else is on the menu Sunday? Oh, we got uh, we got some chips. We got a variety of salsas. We can we're gonna make some nachos. We can make uh, what else is on the menu? I have some pulled pork ready to go. I got some coleslaw that I'm, I'll be making. I got the cabbage purchased. I haven't put it together yet. Got to sweat that cabbage. That'll be tomorrow. Oh, sweat the cabbage. Stink up the house. The, sweat the cabbage a little bit. No, we sweat them like Grandma said. Uh, we don't do it in the stove. We we chop up the thing, the cabbage bits right there, and we salt them. Put salt on them. Draw that water out. And you let that sit for an hour or two, and then you rinse it all off, and you get some crispy, crispy cabbage. Mm. And then you commence to making your coleslaw. And that's what, uh, in this instance, that's what the sweating the coleslaw is, yeah. And what else are we having? I got uh, four cases of beer, two bottles bottles of vodka, four bottles of wine. Uh, I got like a 98 case of water. So you can have, you can drink a water after every five drinks. I think that's the way we do it in America, isn't it? Or is that how we do it in Oslo? I get confused. She drink your beer. Then you have a water after five of beers. But it is the case now, again, American, in all seriousness. Chicken wings, yeah. We're going down to chicken thighs. Is that the is that the rock solid recommendation? The lock of Super Bowl week, according to Mister Kabas, is that the the real lock? Get the chicken thighs and be happy. Yeah, Change don't, your ways. don't panic if if they don't have chicken wings. If they have if they still have chicken, get the drumsticks and thighs. Okay, so. Before I put uh, before I put the alcohol in my friend's hand there, because I'm responsible, it's my house. I should make sure that uh, he understands that we won't be having chicken wings. Is that correct? And that he's going to enjoy, according to Mister Kibasa, he is going to enjoy every delicious bite of the chicken thighs, and he'll never go back to chicken wings again. That's what we're telling America. If you if you execute them correctly. Now, if you just do them in the if you do them in your air fryer, fine. You just won't, you know, you won't be able to do as many at a time. But if you want to air fry them, go for it. Put a rub on put a rub on them and air fry them. It'll come oh, out the I same got way. you. You I could, I Go ahead. Are you you're you air you usually air fry your wings, don't you? Correct. Okay. You can still Correct. air fry some chicken in there. You could do both, actually. I think for I, for maximum intense intensity fry them in fucking peanut oil it's just great cuz you just get a whole layer of peanut oil all over your body and you just ooze peanut oil and you just you just pound in this greasy ass awesome chicken it's and you can take bigger bites at once and mm. America Mr. Kibasa can I tell America a story right now about chicken wings ain't no thing but a chicken wing 
America, Oslo, Red Hook, Michi has to tell you something in all sincerity. As a younger person, I did not eat chicken. As a person in his 20s, I did not eat chicken. And a person, now that I'm over 29, I have not eaten chicken and chicken wings till this football season for the first time in my life. And again, it goes back to my football watching buddy, Mr. Hex. I said, Mr. Hex, what do we want to eat for football? He goes, chicken wings. I said, how about this? He said, chicken wings. It's the same routine. It's like, you know, having in Costello with me and him. And I haven't, I've never put chicken wings in my life, ever. Yeah, and I never ordered them. I never ate them. I just never didn't do it. And people would say, why, Michi, did you never do it? I said, because Mama Michi, when she was a child, got locked into a chicken coop by her older brothers who thought it was funny. So four-year-old Mama Michi was sitting in a chicken coop getting pecked by the chickens. She got out of this. She says, oh. My 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 boy, my boy Mishy is not going to eat chicken because I'm never eating chicken again. And so my life was not having chicken. So I get to I get to watch some football with Mr. Hex, and he wants chicken wings. And I look at him very sincerely, said I've never eaten chicken before. And I basically told the story over again, and he laughed because he knew the story, but he set me up. He just wanted to hear it again. And and. I looked it up, I thought about it, I thought about Mr. Kibasa with the dry rub. And I got down after the first three weeks of, of the football season, yours truly makes the best chicken wings in the whole world. Hey they're, cris- they're crispy, they're cooked, they're delicious, and you don't even need the hot sauce smothered all over it. It's amazing. So I'll take a little flour, I'll take a little uh, cornmeal. I may sometimes take a little baking powder, sometimes. And then I'll take some uh, spices and I'll mix all the dry ingredients together. I'll clean the chicken wings, chop off that little wing part. You know, they make formidable projectiles. Sidearm them across the room, little chicken wing bits. You can sidearm them and they go flying pretty good. I, I once got hex in the side of the head with that. It was awesome. What the fuck was that? Anyway, put them in the air fryer and they are as good as it is. I spent 16 bleeping weeks perfecting, perfecting a chicken wing recipe. It was so good that we were going to invite friends over just for the chicken wings because they were really good. And here it is, the big Sunday. You know, some people aren't allowed to play Super Bowl for, say, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl for contractual reasons, and I could care less. It's not the big game. It's the big Super Bowl. And I'm not even going to be able to put the preeminent recipe of 2020-2021 on the table for my friends because we have a shortage of chicken wings in America. Congress, I don't care what you're doing, there's nothing more important. Professor, Professor President Biden, I don't care what you're doing, if you're playing with the dog or not, this is more important. Get an investigation going and get me them chicken wings right to bleep now because I could do without the toilet paper. I can do without, well, not really, 
but I don't need 47 rolls of toilet paper. I don't need to hoard toilet paper. Who is hoarding the chicken wings? Why can't I get any? And how can this never happen again? That's the most important thing of this whole damn Super Bowl to me, Mr. Kobasa. Hot you diggity dog. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the whole weeks. experience. 16 weeks perfecting a recipe of a food that I have never made before in my life. And I got a professional chicken wing eater coming over and saying, these are the best I ever had. I'm going to invite one of my other professional chicken wing people over to partake. I said, you like them that much? I said, do I have to repeat myself? He said, do I have to repeat myself? I said, no. So I'm telling you, I worked as hard as Patrick Mahomes did this year to get to the Super Bowl. To have a chance to make chicken wings on Super Bowl Sunday. And there are none available. It's, a, it's the issue of the weekend, Mr. Kabas, as far as I'm concerned. We can talk about it. We've talked about things here for quite a little bit now. Different prop bets on commercials, different things, different that. And we'll have a number more prop bets to come up. But the crux of the matter. The chicken wing controversy, Super Bowl 54. The great chicken opinion. shortage of 2021. I, you know, is this, uh, I'm not much for conspiracy theories. I think they're kind of funny, but you think there's any like conspiracy theory we could sell to Instagram and get something going? Or is it, is, what do you think, Mr. Kabasa? Uh, can can we, mean, can we write a murder mystery over this? Is there anything that we could work? You know, much any angles on here? <laughs> <laughs> if I was standing next to my gong, I'd bang a gong right now. What? What? what <coughs> you had the gong, and what you walk? Oh, you walked away from the gong. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pouring me a little little sip of water here. I need I needed to be in the kitchen where those chicken wings are created to get you know even close to describing my my angst. My heartache, my difficulties with the chicken wing conspiracy, Super Bowl Fifty Four chicken wing conspiracy. And, and it's crazy because you've had you've had a lifelong weird relationship with uh, yeah, an aversion to chicken. You didn't; it wasn't part of your life. Whereas I ate it, chicken all the goddamn time. Wow. What do you think? Is that is that is yard that bird. a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Yeah, the yard. Uh, oh, I'm sure it's better for you, man. Eating all that chicken wasn't, wasn't a good move on my part. I love it, though. I've always loved chicken. Well, they tell me chicken's good. The problem with the chicken is the processing of the chicken. And here I am now eating chicken. I was so anti-chicken and non-chicken that it's in, right now, at this particular part of the program, it's the most exciting thing going on. I'm pretty emotional about it. I'm pretty emotional about it. Who's going to throw uh, Patrick Mahomes? Two plus TDs, plus or minus two on Patrick Mahomes' touchdown passes, Mr. Kibasa. Well, what happens if it's two? You push? Two is the winning bet. Less than two is the losing bet. Two. Sorry, so he's going to throw two, two plus touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Is Tom Brady going to throw two plus touchdowns in the Super Bowl? I'm thinking Ronald Jones goes legend. You thinking Ronald Ronald Jones is the man for all all seasons right now? Yeah, and I'm. Mr. I'll, I'll, you know what else I want? Um, I want. Tell me. I want minus one fifteen for Ronald Jones to have over 
2.5 receiving yards. How's that one for an obscure prop bet? No, and, the prop uh, bet. One more time for America, Michi. Can I do it with you? Hold on, hold on now. Let me ask you this question. In this game, Mr. Cabasa, when Ronald Jones scores a touchdown and you put a dollar down and you get like 35 to 1, your dollar just made $35. What is the sound going to be coming out of the Cabasa Central? Me and Ronald, Ronald Jones. One more time, everybody. Ronald Jones, Ronald Super Jones, Bowl. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones going all the way. Got a, got a Super Bowl touchdown thing going, going on. on. There you go. Didn't. I have a proposition bet for you that Las Vegas won't touch yet, and I just invented it, Mr. Cabasa. Okay. I'm here to tell you right now, Tom Brady will throw more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes in this game. Hmm. Would you would you take that bet? I don't I I think the Buccaneers are going to win, but I don't think Brady's going to have a lot of touchdown passes. I think they're going to run the ball into the end zone. I'm here to tell you, America, that for Tampa Bay to win, Tom Brady is throwing four touchdown passes. Okay. It's his He's going to hit it's his it's his game. The problem, of course, is it's Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on the other side of that. But I think that Kansas City will run the ball twice into the end zone. I think that Mahomes will throw three touchdowns. That's 21 plus six. 21 plus 12 and two field goals, that's a lot of points. The winning margin, Mr. Cabasa, will it take 38, 40, 42 points to win this Super Bowl? Uh, I think it's going to be, it. yeah. Um, no, I think it's going to be lower than that. I think 31 is going to win it. All right. The over-under, according to Las Vegas right now, is 55 and a half. That's pretty high, dude. I think I, I think I'd drill the under on this one. I, you know, I told everybody that I'm gonna I'm gonna furnish my retirement with uh, drilling unders, and I only I wait for I sit back like Manny Ramirez, and I wait for my pitch, and when it, when it comes, I just rip it. Yeah, and I and believe that I'm you nailing the under on this. Game. All right, because you actually because you lost that last time in the championship week, you're now working for another ten years of your life. So you're gonna put it. You're gonna put work until you drop dead. That it's gonna be the under on this game is what you're telling me. We only we only look forward in the sausage hut, Michi. <laughs> oh my goodness! Tight ends. The tight end matchups between Gronkowski and Kelsey is a legendary twenty years of the best two tight ends in in football. Yeah. Is or will Gronkowski score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Yes, he will. He in, he very well could score the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, people. Mark it down. Will Mr. Kelsey be a touchdown maker in the Super Bowl? No. There you go. 68 yards, no touchdowns. You mean 168 yards or 68 regular? Six six receptions, 68 yards. 
No touchdowns. So they're so the key you, in your in your uh, football playing and football coaching and football scouting eyes is stop Kelsey, stop the Chiefs. Well, I mean, sixty nine yards and no touchdowns. Still, that's still a decent game. You know, it's not like he's he just didn't score a touchdown. He could have had three Mr. or four huge plays right there. Travis Kelsey should be the NFL MVP this year. Oof. Should be. And he's going to get shut out in the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. Just, just shut out. Of, just not scoring a touch. Dude, did Walter Payton get to score a touchdown in his Super Bowl? No, he did not. Yeah. There you no, go. he did not. You know, there's a segue in there. You got any segue music, Mr. Kobasa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Segway, Mishy, Mishy Segway. Do you know, Mr. Kibasa, that the origin of the proposition bet began with that 1985 Chicago Bears sweetness Walter Payton's one and only Super Bowl appearance? And the proposition bet was. Will William Refrigerator Perry score a touchdown? The first proposition bet in the annals of pro football gambling, Super Bowl gambling. Did you know that, Mr. Kabasa? I did not know that, Michigan. Wow. And it's and, and I remember the narrative. Remember the narrative that year? It was, oh, is Walter Payton gonna get to score his touchdown in the Super Bowl? And they they blew out they blew out the Patriots right, correct. And sweetness did not get a touchdown, but the refrigerator did, and everybody thought, oh, he stole Walter Payton's touchdown from him. But it was a legend. But the the refrigerator, I loved when the refrigerator came in. I mean, who didn't love that? Those eighty five Bears, they were insane. Uncle Vito. Uncle Vito told the story that was related to him that said Mike Ditka made a million dollars by William Refrigerator Perry scoring a touchdown in that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, Mike. Hey, you got a minute? Hey, man. I got a prop bet for you, Mike. You hey, can't. listen. No, man. I can't be. They can't see me talking to you. Luckily, we don't have the internet yet. Close the door. <laughs> Close Come the here. door. We'll talk. Can I get something? Hey, can I get you something to drink? You want a drink? Hey, hey Mike, I get you. T- get Mike a drink, huh? I got to talk to him I, really quick. Hey, Mike, I get you twenty-five to one if you get Refrigerator Perry there to score a touchdown. Dicker looks at him, looks at his, looks at his gold watch, and says, "Well, I could use two more of these." So he said, "Make it worth a million, and I'll do it." He goes, "You got it, Mike." But what about Walter? Ain't Walter going to be upset? Nah, Walter's a nice guy. He ain't going to be upset. He's I a good need guy. the money. Yeah, Walter's a good guy. Good so that guy. was the first. That was the first proposition bet. Was uh, Refrigerator Perry? There you go. And the prop bet Gatorade, was invented. And the prop bet was invented. Then and soon thereafter, there was like the Gatorade dump. As a thing, have you ever uh, noticed or paid attention to the dropping of the Gatorade on the coaches, Mr. Kobasa? That's one of my favorite things ever since they started doing it. Do you know when it became bad, Mr. Kobasa? When's that? When a uh, California college team dumped a loaded Gatorade 
on a 75-year-old George Allen, Coach Allen, and he already had a cold, and three days later he was in the hospital with pneumonia. He got the pneumonia. And he died. And he died. That's just that's too bad, man. That's terrible. It's tragic. And He's a great man. It, he was a great coach. He was he was more happy than I am, and that's saying something. So the Gatorade can go right and wrong. The lesson is don't dump the Gatorade on the old guys. That's the lesson. And let me ask you a football question, Mr. Cabal. Sure. Two football questions. Who was the first NFL head coach to get dumped the Gatorade atop their cranium? Everybody knows that one, Michi. Well, tell me. Uh, tell me. Who was it? Bill Parcells. All right. And I remember thinking, oh, man, uh, because what was it? John Madden. It was when graphics weren't that great back then, and it was they they did they would show like a I don't know like a player page they'd bring up the stats of that person you know six eight two eighty five out of UCLA and they'd bring their picture up well they 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 made one of those things for the Gatorade <laughs> bucket and I thought that was the greatest thing ever and. In your in your football playing experience, have you ever been part of a Gatorade shower? Anything? I tried. Yeah, we tried to do it to my high school coach and ended up like nailing him like in the middle of his back and hitting him with the actual Gatorade bucket. So the, it, it was the, a fail. Uh, it was a fail. So you had a failed Gatorade experience. So here's the thing: it's a lot. You're it's very the, heavy once you get try to get it up, and it still had you know still had shit in it. Will the Gatorade splash miss? Will you try to dump? Will be the winning team try to dump Gatorade on somebody and totally miss? Like my putting game, trying to play a little putt putt, chip and putt, little chip and putt on the executive yeah. course. You know, it's six holes. It goes around. It's got a windmill. It's a lot of fun. Twenty but minutes. You're done. You're done. You you ready to go back to the beach or go get a beverage? It's okay. And. uh Will the Gatorade dump miss? Yes or no? Hundred dollars on this no, bet, Mister. It's Kibasa. not going to miss. Not going to miss. So, so we're going to count even a little bit of forearm as a make. Okay. Um, if you give me odds, will it be a square shot over someone's head? No, dude. That's I'll, the if, one I want to If it's say. just an arm, I'll I'll say it's a push. Okay. Fair enough. You Fair know, enough. if it's a, we, if it's a. If it's a brush, if it's a near, if they only get a little bit, that's a push. Okay. So, and if it if it goes square, right on the top of the head, it's uh, you win that bet. Any chance that there's going to be a recreation of your uh, high school championship times when you try to dump the coach and instead you you missed and badly half of his back and then you dump just through the Gatorade at, um, container at him? <laughs> Will there be a chance that the Gatorade container actually slips out of a guy's hand? And hits coach. No, no, no chance. These guys are too big and too good. All right. Will uh, the Gatorade, the Kansas City Chiefs are wearing red. The Buccaneers are wearing white. So are you saying clear Gatorade will be dumped at the end of this game? Or are we saying like the uh, orange or the pink and red Gatorade will be dropped on Andy Reid in this game? I'm going red because both teams have red in their uniforms. You can take. You can get plus three hundred out of that, Mister Cabasso. I'll take it. 
Well, let's see what $100 is equal to. That's a $300 win right there, Mr. Cabasa. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good proposition bet. It's a pretty good proposition bet. Will, which of the wide receivers are touchdown makers? Antonio Brown has not practiced yet this week. Will it be Godwin? Will it be Evans for Tampa? Or will it be Scotty Miller as your touchdown maker? Which one of these wide receivers from Tampa is scoring touchdowns, Mr. Cabas? If Antonio Brown plays, he's scoring a touchdown. If not, okay. it's Godwin. All right. All right. Tariq Hill, Dinkins, Duncan Dinkins, and I'm here telling that Sammy Watkins may play. Watkins. Who's the touchdown maker for the Kansas City Chiefs? Demarcus Robinson is one of the COVID guys. Is the, and it's uh, Dingle. It's not Dinkins. It's Dingle, by the way, America. So you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. You knew that, though. The the chief Hill. wide receiver that's going to score a touchdown is going to be Tyreek Hill. Yes. Okay. So, all right. That is not yet posted on FanDuel, but will come up. You like Ronald Jones to uh, be a touchdown maker. You like uh, Mr. Williams. Now, we don't know who the running backs are for the Kansas City Chiefs this week because Henny's hashtag, hashtag, the kid with the hyphen in his name supposedly coming back from injury. Um, there's a chance uh, Le'Veon Bell's going to be coming back from injury. But D. Williams is going to be the star of this game because you're correct, Mr. Kilbasa. He is going to catch a touchdown pass, and he may run in two rushing touchdowns. And he's he's my uh, he's my pick. The running back from Kansas City, Mr. Williams, is my pick for the MVP, my dark horse pick for the MVP. Three touchdowns in this game. Three. What? Get out of here. Three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He's going he's gonna to catch one and run two in. Hmm. It's going to catch one and run two in. And America, when they put those odds up on your uh, FanDuel and or Vegas books, pay close attention to this one. Trust me. Mark them down for one touchdown. Because you can get you can mark them down for multiple touchdowns. And you can mark him down as touchdown maker, game winner. Three categories of uh, sports, fantasy-style sports wagering. Three winners, courtesy of Michi. Send Kibasa a dollar for every hundred you get. That's 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 the big. I know. I want that big. I want a dollar for every hundred dollars you win to, miss, to the Mister Kibasa Recreation Fund. I'll give you a dollar ninety-nine, Michi. Oh, well, that's all right. What a day. It's going to be a weird, you know, Super Bowl in a time of COVID. Six o'clock in the evening on a Sunday. It's And it's going to be, you know, people will be like, all right, here we go. And the first half, if it sucks after that, people are going to turn the channel. Because you know, pretty much the, the party takes place, you know, two, two, three hours before the game. By by the game by the time game time starts, everybody's pretty much hitting on all cylinders. By halftime, people are you know the people that are going to be hammered are hammered by that point. The people are looking to get hammered are hammered by by halftime, and then sure. the second half's a crapshoot. It's all bets are off after halftime, basically. 
You can you can yeah. leave if you don't if you don't care about who's playing in the game. You can leave at that point if you know if you got to if your wife has to work in the you know you got dogs whatever excuse you want to use. It's okay to leave after halftime. There used to be a point in America that uh, Super Bowl the day after the Super Bowl that Monday half the people wouldn't show up to work. Yeah, they should and totally they, make it on a Saturday. I don't know why it isn't. On, it should be on a Saturday. Well, it's it's the conscripts of, of Sunday, and this is this is pro football, and it's played on Sunday. Yeah, it doesn't have to. It's, it's played on Thursday. It's play it was played on Friday. It's played on Saturday in December, man. Come on, man. They already played on Wednesday this year. They played so on the Wednesday heck? this year. I think it's the first uh, first year they they had a game every day of the week, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. That's but my funny. real question is, if it wasn't for the COVID, Mr. Kilbasa, should or should not we we recognize the Monday after the Super Bowl as an official day off of recuperation? I I I guess, but the problem is the the problem is that you got MLK Day a couple weeks ago that people are going to take, which is just a couple weeks after the long break. And sometimes if people are, if companies are looking to give you another day off, they'll give you the president's day Monday off. And then you really don't have, then there's not really any days, official days off until like Memorial day. So, I mean, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for days off. Don't get me wrong, man. But I'm just saying they're thinking, but I would just love it if it was on Saturday. Then you, then you can do nothing. So make the Pro Bowl on Sunday. <laughs> That'd be great. They had I didn't pay attention, but uh, they had some commercial info NFL propaganda infomercial about the Pro Bowl last weekend, and it was it was all I saw was commercials. And again, the button said go to the program. It was a commercial. The TV got turned off. I have something else to do. So the Pro Bowl, I believe, now is just going to be like a naming um, ceremony, what should be a rubber chicken sort of naming ceremony, and everyone goes home, is now like a three-hour broadcast with all the sideline reporters and the main people chiming in, a bunch of talking heads. And we've been talking here for or an hour or so, and so we're... We're, we might be talking heads too someday, but we're not news readers and we're not looking at a, you know, staring at a screen trying to look pretty with a false hair color. Gosh. Mr. Kilbach. Man, you, you got a, Michi has a white mane of hair, a delicious, you know, wonderful head of hair. And you might be wondering what Michi looks like. And Michi looks like uh, his brother, his twin brother, is the bass player from YouTube. There you That's go. That's what Michi looks like. That's what Michi looks like. And the ladies love him, but he does. <laughs> he does have a thing about dudes who dye their hair because he chooses not to. Just yeah, like yeah. chicken wings. It's like you know, once you once you once you're on the reel, it's hard to step off, man. Come on, chicken wings. It's like pound cake. Real. <laughs> that's the one I was looking for. Um, real quickly, let's go through a couple of these uh, proper proposition bets. All right, Mr. Cabasa? Sure. All right. Kansas City Chiefs to re-kill over or under 94 receiving yards. Does Tyreek Hill go legend? He, I mean, he is there to go legend and he is I don't, I, I, and you could you could talk about Trav, Travis Kelsey all day 
But what about Tyreek Hill, man? He's a game changer. Ninety-four and a half yards, over or under? That would put him squarely in the argument for MVP. And if you throw a couple touchdowns on top of that, that's a legendary performance. How did he do last year? I don't remember. He was fine, but he was Sammy Watkins was the difference maker in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He was fine, but this is uh, this is the Tariq Hill show. I'm going to press the button for over. Travis Kelsey, Vegas got this at 98 and a half yards. We already said that's the under because I believe you said he's going to get 68 yards receiving. So there you go. The uh, Chris Godwin, over or under 73 and a half yards? Under. Under. Rob Gronkowski, over or under 31 and a half yards? Over. One reception. No, two receptions. 47 yards. And a touchdown. touchdown. Right. Get your crayons out, people. Mike Evans, 63 and a half yards. Over or under 63 and a half yards? Under. All right. We put a $100 on that parlay right there with your fantasy football impact of receiving yards. Hundred dollars and pay almost twenty two hundred dollars. Get your crayons out, people. Get your crayons out because this is what we're good at. Let's see here as we move on. Let's see if we scroll down a little bit. Scroll down a little. Daryl Williams rushing yards. Daryl over or under twenty nine. Way over. Way over. Okay. Leonard Fournette over or under forty eight yards. Under. And your man, Ronald, Ronald Jones, has not even met the big board yet, Mr. Kowalski. Get ready to be surprised, America. When that hits the big board, these numbers will all change as the week goes on. Now, that variation of a seven-selection, same-game parlay, Watkins over, well, it's a six because we picked the tank. Let me go back to it. The seven-game parlay for $100. Get you $8,700. Tariq Hill over 94 yards. Travis Kelsey under 98. Chris Godwin under 73. Rob Gronkowski over 34. Mike Evans under 36. Daryl Williams plus 29 rushing. Leonard Fournette under 48 yards. $100 to get you $8,700 courtesy of the Sausage Hut Sports Network. America. Get your crayons out. Hit the hit the go backwards button and make sure you get this right. Finance that first vacation that you take after we get to start traveling all over the place again. I'm not even going to talk about that, Mr. Kibasa, because because I'll sound like you know I'm Mr. Optimism and I don't want to you know I don't want to ruin my reputation. There's a couple of simple ones here, Mr. Kibasa. Is Mahomes going to have more passing yards or Tom Brady? Who's going to have more passing yards in this game? Mm. Brady. You see, you are in love. You are in love. The first quarterback to be sacked, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Brady. Okay. 
And will any quarterback pass for 400 yards? Yes or no? No. Well, that's, that's you know, that's okay. There's a, there's a bet here. There's a funny one here. Total players to throw a touchdown pass. Two and a half. Over <laughs> or under. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm taking I'm Everybody's taking the under. Who would be who out of thin air, Mister Kilbasa? Pick that option to give me the over. Who would be the player to throw a touchdown pass other than the two starting quarterbacks? Gronk. If you say Chad Henney, I'm going to throw something at you. <laughs> Gronk, dude. Gronkowski with the option that's never been done before. That would that would blow their mind. Fourth quarter, double pass. Gronkowski gets a receiving touchdown and a passing touchdown. Uh, what the what? Give me the, give me the prop bet on that for Gronkowski to catch a touchdown pass and throw a touchdown pass. <laughs> give me a hundred on it. Whatever it is, it's not posted on the board yet. That's for sure. Let's see. They have a TV scoring. Let's see what we got here. We have the individual. Pl- no, they're not posted yet. They're not posted yet. But I'll tell you, Mr. Kibasa, if I'm uh, Coach Arians and it's, you know, give and take contest or they're scuffling early and you need to shake things up, that trick play might be uh, might be a game changer. That might be nice. And I got one last one for you, Mr. Kilbasa. I got one last one, last little proposition. The final prop bet of 2021 and the, the final chapter of a great season, Mishy. Will there be a defensive touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old standby. Yeah, baby. I'm going to say no. Defensive touchdown. No defensive touchdown. Yep. What do you say? I think we should put something on this since you're the defensive touchdown guy. I am the defensive touchdown guy, and if I had to pick a team, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll get I'll get crazy here. I'll get crazy here. A Kansas City Chiefs fumble recovery touchdown. Yes, there will be a defensive touchdown. Okay. And. Mr. Kilbasa. And we'll see a punt or a kickoff return touchdown in this game. Oh. And if I had to, because I just cleared the slate and I'm looking into the future right now. And if I had to, I would say that would come from the Tampa Bay team. Who who returns their kicks? It does I don't I don't know. I don't, don't care. care. No, I don't care. It could be a punt return. It could be an onside kick return. It could be a kickoff return. Not sure. Not sure. So I'm going to say yes. So there's our. There's. I'm going to add that to our list. You're taking the. Uh, you're taking Tom Brady and the points. I'm saying nobody beats the Chiefs, but the Chiefs. I'm saying. Um, I'm saying Gronkowski. I agree with you completely in your touchdown maker analysis. I think you can make some good money off of that. Um, I will join you in the Antonio Brown sweepstakes if he plays. If he plays, and if he plays, he might be the guy throwing the touchdown, not Gronkowski. I just want to put that up there because when you brought it up, that's the first name that came to my mind. Is if Antonio plays. 
he's gonna he's gonna do something funky. He's gonna contribute, and he's gonna be like the happiest man who should be in prison, or one of the happiest men who should be in prison. And we talked about uh, the color of the Gatorade. Talked about the commercials a little bit. I like the over on '96 commercials. I think that's a, that's a lock. Um, the coin toss. We don't know what we said on that. I don't remember. What did you say on the coin toss? I said ads. Uh, <laughs> it lands on its side. Sit. You know what's the chances? What's the chances, Mr. Kobasa, that the officials pull a Joe Namath and, and like the coin hits one of the players, goes hits their helmet and stuff like that? What is it? Let me try this again. What are the chances that they're going to have to be multiple coin tosses in this game? No. And that leads me to one last question. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. What are the odds that we go to overtime, Mr. Kabasa, in the Super Bowl? Is it plus 600? Plus 900? I, it's, it's not even listed. I saw it listed somewhere. I, haven't, I, I don't have it in front of me. So... What, in your opinion, any chance that we can go to overtime in this Super Bowl, Mr. Cabasa? Uh, there's a good chance. There's a good chance. There's a good chance whoever gets the ball last wins. Yeah, it's one of those. That's that, that's Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes football. I'm going to do one thing for everybody right now, Mr. Cabasa. What's that? I am going to say, uh, you know, I, I was just thinking about this. This is not good. What are the odds that it rains during the Super Bowl in Tampa? Huh. Well, you would know. I'm sure you've, you, I mean. Does I'm Tampa- looking right now. Okay. I'm looking right now. The thing about being in Florida, there's a precipitation. Try saying that three times twice, Michi. There's precipitation, precipitation, precipitation. Chances of 40% on Super Bowl Sunday and that night. And I have learned that when the precipitation, precipitation, precipitation percentage is at 40%, you just go about your business because it's probably not going to rain. And our friends at the Weather Channel, um, you can call Mr. Kabasa to complain or you can call his lawyers for us never to say your name again, say that there's going to be scattered thunderstorms Sunday at the Super Bowl in Tampa. So I'm going to say I'm going to say it is going to rain during the game and I will look for a bet for that too Mr. Kabasa because if we might you know we're going crazy with the betting and we're looking at all these prop bets we might as well bet on the weather. What do you think about that Mr. Kabasa? I think we should and it is 900 plus 900 for overtime. Plus 900 for OT. I'll tell you what. Give me a I'll put 100 on that. Come on, man. I'm, 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 I've made my note. I got my crayon. There's a big... Listen, 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 listen. The crayons are out. This wall is filled. I should, If I ever get on the Insta, I would take a picture and you would think I, I was like in a Homer Simpson nightmare with the crayons and the writings on the wall right now. And the idea that we have a lot of fun, we covered Mr. Kabasa. I'm going to come back and listen to this because I have to double check my crayon markings. I wrote so fast. I, I don't know. Did we cover it, Mr. Kabasa? I Super think we Bowl covered 54? it. Super Bowl 54 or 55, depending on which icon you're looking at. There you, you go. Sausage right. 
the football ferocity season's another one in the books mishy can't tell you how much uh we appreciate you having you here and how much we know that you are the commissioner of america and the fantasy football players of america thank you and all the people that steal your ideas thank you and then they go talk on tv and (laughs) nothing is guaranteed we don't know if we'll be back next year man but i hope we are but until then super bowl super bowl super bowl enjoy the pro game america the preeminent game in the world mr kibasa and i got one more little caveat for you sure if the super bowl is not the most gambled on event in the world what is english premier league championship well they don't they don't have championships well they have an fa cup championship there you go there you go. There you go. That fake call. So, the cup. The cup final. The, Euro- the final in the cup. So the Euros in their footy have us beat America. And what I'm trying to tell you is with the help of this program, we're going to do the impossible. And for the third time in 40 years, we're going to break Vegas's bank. Enjoy the pro game. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy the chicken thighs and alternative to chicken wings. And enjoy your Sunday. Happy Super Bowl, everybody. Mr. Kabasa, I appreciate you so very much. Thank you for the opportunity. I enjoy myself immensely. Sausage Hut. All right. Who knows what we're going to do when we come back, but we'll find something to do. Super the sausage shut and the Super Bowl. Have a good time at the Super Bowl, everybody. Super Bowl. And just think about how much we're going to party next year. Super, super, we don't, super, we don't need super, a Super Bowl, Bowl super spreader, so stay home. Listen. Anyway, have a good time, everybody. We'll talk to you next year. Oh, yeah. Fantasy football for us. We'll talk to you, talk to you a lot sooner than that <laughs> in the sausage shut. Ah. Gonna get up. Gonna get up. Watch me some Super Bowl.